0: Living with've Hello welcome to episode 8 of series 3 of Living With Maidly, a show where we'll look back at Nostalgic TV. My name is Andreas Hagronson and I'm joined as always by Liarcho Mangdana. Bien, We've done this before, we've done haven't we? We've heard for no reason. We've talked in an Italian terrorist. Well, there's a little bit of a reason. I, I suppose there is, suppose, yeah. yeah. I suppose there is. Um, obviously I've been. Uh, thanks for all the messages and stuff. My dad's not uh, been well. He's uh, back in hospital, even, isn't he? Because you know, i might be dead by some people listening to this. Yeah, uh, I suppose. I hope, I
1: hope
0: not. But if it is, this is I a tribute not. to. Him. Yeah. <laughs> I hope not. Uh, but yeah, he's back in hospital at moment, but he seems to be doing all right again. So I've been a little bit off, uh, off the radar, mainly. But <laughs> I did find that you were once again talking about his sex life. Uh, And to be honest, it was nothing really amazing. We've heard it before. He talks about how he don't wear underwear when he's live on air, which we knew about, didn't we, obviously. We knew that.
1: Um,
0: But there's a fantastic quote. The mirror goes through some of his best, like, quotes. And most of them are on my top 100 made list that I did. Um, And it's like, it's stuff like, remember when you had a thrush, you had a terrible time of it. Or when he talks about when he used to douse his balls in icy water. But this is one I've not seen. Uh, He said, in most dynamic marriages... Sex is a very important component. Um, you can deny that at your peril. Oh
1: yeah, Rich, Rich won't deny that, will he? I bet he's all right. I bet he's all right, Randy man.
0: Oh, I bet he's a, an absolute beast in the bedroom. And uh, something else he, he did uh, a couple of days ago. Have you seen this when he interviewed Sam Fox? No, I saw that she was on there talking about bring back Page Three, wasn't it? If I had to, if, yeah. What do you think, Madeley asked her as one of his first questions? Um, could you take a top off? No, it won't be that, would it? Um, sort of. You're not far off. He said, "Would you take your top off again <laughs> for page three? Uh, and she said, "What at my age?" And he said, "And I love this." Uh, he said, "Well, John Collins did Playboy." <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, fantastic. Um, yeah, so great. We've got mate. a
1: few other bits, but they've sort of been lost over the past uh, mm. couple of weeks with with you in and out of action and. Yeah, so thanks for. We, we have read everything. We've
0: uh, just been a bit hectic, particularly for you last few weeks. So, yeah, cheers. Yeah, I saw LJ. A lot of people actually. I like the. the someone's tagged as an interview where he interviews the band Sleeper from the 90s. And he's like, How long do you think you're going to be hit for? That's what a stupid <laughs> question that is. But anyway, on to the episode Renford rejects. So, Renford rejects. We've been asked to do this, what, four or five times, I think, Liam?
1: Well, yeah, you've asked me to do it. That, and then we've had other people as well. So, yeah, it's, it's been on the radar. And the reason you we've never watched it. it is I don't remember it. Um, and I've never seen it. Having, having, done, having watched what I've watched for this, I wasn't sure if it was going to come back to me, but
0: it, it didn't. So I, I knew I'd never seen it before. This is quite unusual for us, then. Always there has been things that you haven't seen. Threads, not very similar to Rejects, but Threads and... Uh, oh, what's the other one that we watched? The Queen documentary you not seen and stuff. But this is different because it's a kid's show from... not Just after our era, really. Ran from in the UK from 1998 to 2001. It was the first ever UK show produced by Nickelodeon. Um, I remember watching this in the summer holidays in 1998. It, it would just be on in the morning on Channel 4... Have we finished school by then?
1: Um, not yet? No, probably not. No, we won't
0: have all Yeah, so, no, we won't have. Yeah, this this to me is here. why
1: I didn't watch it, because obviously we you know, we were probably sort of 16 at this stage. So I, I mixed it up with The Hurricanes a little bit in my head, I think. And when I thought the back, Hurricanes, I thought, t- t- fighting together. Yeah, which, which is a completely different show, obviously.
0: It's a cartoon, but that was on when we were younger. I I'm sure the, You were in there on other Hurricanes, where they do a someone does a banana shot around a plane or something or on the intro or something. Like that. <laughs> one of the best intros or anything ever. I don't remember that to be honest, but but no, the
1: the kind of upshot what I'm saying is this was completely new to me. I'd not seen a single minute of this
0: before. Whereas I had only, I'd seen the entirety of series one. You've seen every minute, haven't you? Oh, don't, every minute series, of series one. one. Just series one, and I did. Obviously, we were getting older and. I just remember it being on. I always remember that summer of it being on in the summer holidays. When uh, in the morning, and I used to watch it before I'd be going out. It was always on in the six week, oh, it was on that six weeks holidays, and really got into it. Really enjoyed it, and um, I'm glad to say, from my point of view, watching back at it, it, it lived up to the hype. I mean, we'll get, I'll live up to my memory, should I say? But we'll get into that. What you think about it? Um, we've looked at two episodes from series one. The first series, just so you could get a taste of it. And then my most memorable uh, episode, which was C- uh, episode eleven. Just like to start off, actually, uh, what did you think of the theme tune, Australia? Yeah, I loved it, and and that's one thing. You know, I'm not I'm not going to
1: give the game away yet on what I think or don't think. We'll we'll get into that. I suppose I have to some bit. I can't keep you in suspense forever. But the one thing that I will uh, the one thing that I will give you straight away is the soundtrack is absolutely fantastic. It is. It really. There's some I've got such good songs mixed throughout it and. I was watching at the end because I think there's a bit of lightning seeds in the first one. Um, there's almost too many to mention, all sort of really nostalgic retro songs. And I was waiting at the end for them all to come up, and they don't actually credit it in the titles, so mm-hmm. I don't know. How well, done that.
0: hold that thought, because I've got something on the the second episode to talk about about that. But the first right. episode is so called One of the Guys, and uh, that's basically an episode to introduce the characters, and it starts with Renford Comprehensive Trials. I think that's right. Uh, is that I basically. Think it, the I
1: bre- think they say it's the Renford Comprehensive third team trials, which confuse me because I understand that they're trying to say they're not good enough, but the, the third team, did the school have
0: two other teams then? I presume, I think like you say, as we'll, we'll soon see, it's, it's not the most realistic, don't it try to be realistic, does it? Yeah, this is not, yeah. This is not, you know, like a, a grain drill.
1: It's only five practice. aside as well, isn't it? Which I thought was, yeah.
0: I thought it was a full team, so I thought we were going to have to be introduced to 11 players, but it's only actually yeah. five. Just five. Well, the the, the Renford comprehensive trials are overseen by no nonsense bell end Basil Stoker, who's like the sort of the 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 coach of the, of all the Renford teams. It seems, and we get to see the main character. I'll just go through him quickly and just see what you think of him. Ben Phillips, the goalkeeper, the the huge glasses that he wears, a poetry lover. Any any takes on him, Liam?
1: Yeah, he's okay. I, I didn't mind him. I wasn't sure if it was just the uh, because he took his glasses off and he couldn't see, so I were not sure if once he put his glasses on, he were going to be a uh
0: superkeeper, but no, he's not that no. good even with them on, is he? No, this is what I like about this show, actually, that it's not just the rags to riches oh, they're going to win everything because they don't, they are pretty sure uh, Jason Somerbeck, who I think the team captain is, <laughs> in a whole shirt I always wonder why he's in a whole shirt Yeah, in a hole random yeah, shirt, isn't it, yeah Yeah, um, 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 yeah he's, he's sort of
1: almost billed as the, the the guy who should have made it, but he got fouled and
0: he, No, 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 got, no,
1: that's Stewart that's Stuart,
0: that, uh, that's the uh, the manager you're talking about. Oh, sorry,
1: about. yeah, no, sorry, so this guy is he's two-mouthy, so he says well, yeah, like one it. sentence back to the guy, and that's it, he's off the
0: team. <laughs> he's ba- this this guy, if you watch all that, he's basically Jay from the Inbetweeners, before Jay from the Inbetweeners existed, just took shit, constant shit, really full of himself, but obviously really insecure uh, deep oh, down. See, I didn't
1: take it quite that way, but yeah,
0: I can see what you're yeah, saying, yeah. yeah. Talks uh, game, doesn't he, Yeah, um, Barry Grade, a.k.a. Bruno DeGrade. This is a guy from Birmingham who pretends to be Italian. Constantly in an Italian shirt with his name on the back and says he is from Juventus. (laughs) Yeah, he's good. I like him. Yeah, we'll come back to him. Robin Walker, who's by far the best player on the team and supposedly good enough for the Renford first team, but the manager, Basil, says he can't have a girl in his team. Robin Walker, obviously a girl, um, unbelievably good player. Ends up getting signed by uh, Chelsea in the second series because she left, the actress. All right. Holly da- Holly Davidson's a great name. Uh sister Sadie Frost. Oh really? Uh, few, few yeah, and Stuart. Holly Davidson. Play- Do you think that's a play on Harley Davidson, or is that a real name? Uh, got a, very creative parents. If so, I mean, Holly Davidson's a fantastic. I think it's a fantastic name. But it's weird because the sister's called Sadie Frost. Maybe half sisters. Anyway, uh, Stuart Jackson. Um, this is the guy you're on about. He wears a Chelsea shirt. Another great player, but did his ligaments in in the trial after a terrible challenge from the manager's son, Terry Stoker. So Terminator. he got the like, term, Terminator, Terry. Yeah. So he becomes the Renfords manager, and uh, he's the one responsible for getting the team together. Other ones worth mentioning is because they're the ones you meet straight off. There's uh, there's a roving reporter with an handheld camera called Vinny, Vinny Rodriguez. Yeah, uh, And then the final member of the, the team who who joins after is style guru, Ronnie. Um, and the other people worth mentioning, I think, or the other person is the cafe owner, Eddie. Um, yeah. But did he play Taggart, Eddie? He's definitely been in, in some, some big stuff. He's definitely been in something really quite big. Uh, Alex Norton is his name. Uh, give me a sec. Alex Norton. Taggart. Did I say Taggart? Yeah. Oh, you were yeah. in Taggart? Yeah, sorry, yeah. Um, right, was in it, but he's not Taggart, yeah. Yeah, no. that's right. Yeah, sorry, yeah. It it was in Taggart, but he wasn't Taggart. It. it was DCI <laughs> Matt Burke.
1: Yeah, I, I vaguely recognise him. That's probably where from. Yeah, and his his um, wife, you don't see her face. There, she's behind the screen.
0: Yeah, yeah. You, she's there on a cafe, and she's always behind. You know, making whatever, making the food and stuff. You actually never see her, her face. And her, he's an Elvis. Almost every line, in fact, is a. Is, a, is an Elvis lyric uh, from this guy from throughout the series. Um, anyone stand out for you? Yeah, uh, Bruno De Grady. I liked him straight away.
1: He's quite a likeable chap.
0: Yeah. And Paul Paris, you were in um, Green Jill as well.
1: Yeah, I've recognised he'd, he'd been in something else that I'd seen, definitely. Mm. Um, I think she's quite well cast in a sense that um, at, at least, I'm Trying not to sound sexist here, but at the time I think. They but could you have... think it that she should be in kitchen, is what you? <laughs> just well, think well no, should. but I think at the time it could have been that it was just see her kicking a ball once, and and then we're supposed to sort of believe yeah. that she's the best player in the team. But she can she can play football, and yeah, I think I think she works. She stands up to him. Um,
0: I think she but, looks I, quite sort of tomboyish, but also like good looking as well. If you get what I mean, like it, it, it's not a cliche where you. You know, she's not just a tomboy like with baseball cap back to front, short hair, and do you know what I mean? Like what a lot of cliched 90s shows were. Yeah, yeah, um,
1: yeah. I think they're quite well. Ca- I think the it's it's well done actually because they could almost be ridiculous, but they've embraced that ridiculousness in every character. So yeah, the Italian is so over the top. I mean, he's the the defender guy is literally brushing his hair in every every time you see him with his little yeah,
0: rather, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, so, the
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah, um it, it's well done. I can't, you know, I can't fault it. I, I kind of came to it thinking, oh, this is going to be a drawn out introduction. And and yeah. it was actually, I think the first episode episode's perfectly passable. We we meet them all quite quick. We know what their agenda is. And yeah, they for various reasons, they're all out of this team, basically yeah. because of this knobhead coach. They're all not yeah. bad players, but they're rejects from the team because he didn't want a minute.
0: I'll, there's a couple of bits in this episode I love. I love the bit where Stuart said they should sign Robin, but Jason thinks it's embarrassing having a girl in the team. So, to showcase her football knowledge, there's a scene in it where she discusses tactics, yeah. and she talks about how they should play wing backs in a Christmas tree. It's, Christmas it's a tree five, formation, yeah. It's five, a five a side. side teams. It makes it look totally insane. Like, imagine coming and say, so "What wing backs going around pushing that what? There's only five players. You can't have wing backs in a five-a-side team. If anyone knows if you can play wing backs in a five-a-side team, let us know because I can't see how it works. Well, I suppose you'd have to play. You'd have to play three at the back, one in the you middle, the zone, one up front. Yeah, and
1: now there's not really a back in the front, but you'd have to almost play yeah. with three defenders but then you your defenders can push up wide on the wings. Perhaps she's cracked the five-side system.
0: Maybe, maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe uh, Robin Walker um, should be... The I did think team. the same, I, though. It's,
1: it did seem a little bit shoe-on-in to say this girl knows her stuff, yeah.
0: Yeah, you may as well just said she knows her uh, stuff. It should have just uh, been uh, reading the, the Rothmans yearbook from 1989. Uh, rest of the episode, um, the a team, just to set the scene a little bit, the a team, the Renford Youth League is the Renford Rovers, but the Nobhead manager changes it to Renford Rejects. Uh, the first game is against Terry's team uh, the manager, and the manager's team, the Razors, and I love that nobody's ever scored against them. Yeah. Love
1: well, that. actually, that's another way where it works, because you can't, if they'd have just beaten them as these rejects, it wouldn't have worked. So almost sort of Rocky 1 style. Yeah. The, the the victory is in the fact that, yeah, they lose, and they lose convincingly, but they get that sort of, they get that blow in, they score a goal at the end, and that's that's yeah, quite okay. crushing for the uh, the Razors, I think they're called.
0: But yeah, they're, but I do love how they get hammered in the first half, and there's like, like you say, like a montage scene. And in any normal kids show, I think it would turn around and say, because I think they're 5-0 down at half-time, they're all, you know, they're going to win six five, and I love how they're all cheering. You think, oh, have they won, and they haven't. They've lost five one, <laughs> Yeah.
1: <laughs> but they've
0: yeah. just scored a goal. But this, I think, this sets the scene for the show. And well, the the way that gonna... they
1: score, by the way, as well, is that they switch the the kind of captain or whatever his name. They yeah, to defence. Uh, and uh, sorry, what's the girl's name? Robin. She goes up front and yeah. scores a goal. So yeah,
0: tactics. Yeah. but I do like how that they always win, like uh, the. Uh, you know, like in, in normal kids' shows, like the the team you're watching always win, the team you follow in. and these get hammered five-one. But I enjoyed. Well, I, it I remember that about to...
1: Hurricanes actually. Hurricanes were always like 9 0
0: down and won ten-nine with like yeah, half performance or something He's like just that. Like, oh, why? Why? They were. I can't remember where they were now, but they were. Uh, I never <laughs> watched it, which is probably wrong with me. But they were. Uh, someone said like they'd done a, an animated football show, uh, trying to capture what it's like to be a real football fan. I remember the guy who wrote it were on. I think it was Alan Brazil show actually. And he said, "Oh, what happens in the first episode?" He goes, "Well, it seems fifteen nil down." I'm like, "Well, well that's not realistic. Real. Who has yeah, ever been fifteen nil down? Like, you know what I mean?" So, yeah. shy. Whereas this is this is decent. So that was we a good set in the scene. Then we go to episode eleven, "Ciao, Bambino," and I chose this episode because it's the one that I remember the most, and it focuses on my favorite character. And by the sounds of it, your favorite character, Bruno DeGrade, aka Barigreed.
1: Yeah. Um, it's brilliant. It, it really is. I, I loved... The intro was fine. I didn't mind the first episode. I thought this was a fantastic episode. Um, yeah. This one led me into watching a few more, actually. Um,
0: so it's definitely kind of been a hit. Just before I, like, go on, like Bruno DeGrade looked so much like my cousin. He had the same Italian shirt that Bruno wears in every episode. And I genuinely... and You can, come, you can ask my mum this. You know, ask my mum this. I once showed a picture of him to his mum, like my mum's sister, and said, "Oh, look, your Ryan's uh your Ryan's are um on this picture," here, and she genuinely thought it were him. Well, Bruno De Grady. Yeah, he looked that. He looks so much like him. Probably not now. I ain't seen him for ages. But yeah, he did, he did anyway. Right. Well, so people yeah. uh, I... have never seen it. Bruno's a kid who pretends to be Italian and loves everything about Italy. Like in the first scene, he wakes up to opera music, reads the Gazetta, yeah, yeah, I like yeah yeah kisses his mom both cheeks drinks cappuccinos yeah all the all the italian stereotypes you could imagine
1: yeah whilst his family his dad sits kind of just scowling behind the sun newspaper yeah um, both look slightly confused by his behavior <clears throat> i think they they kind of suggest it's a phase that he's going through yeah and, it, and he'll grow out of it but yeah he, yeah he does it really well i mean it is a bit ham-fisted it as you say, it's a lot of, sort of stereotypes thrown into one, but he, he does it quite well. I, I find him quite likeable as a character. He yeah. loves and embraces Italian football.
0: Yeah, but in this episode, is great because he meets a genuine Italian girl um, and she, he tries to woo her with, with his own Italian, which is mad from him because yeah. he's not Italian and he knows he's not Italian. If If I were pretending to be Italian... And a real Italian girl came out and be like, oh, shit, I'm going to get found out here." He goes straight up to her, talking the language of love, as he calls it. <laughs> She's absolutely outraged by him pretending to be Italian, and she calls him a silly boy. And it just sends him into a massive depression. He drops the Italian persona, and he becomes boring Barry Grade. I'm going to play two clips side by side here. It goes from this... Buongiorno, bellissima signorina. Italiano? Si, si. Mi chiamo Bruno. Ciao, Bruno. Let us play a little game, eh? I'll be A, you can be B, and we'll see what we can get, no? Yeah. To this.
1: I'm not Italian. I never have been. I never will be. I was just living in a fantasy, I suppose. Just in a dream, and... Well, it's over now. Finished. So... I'm boring Barry Grade again. Yeah, brilliant. Um, there's a scene, actually, as well, where he... They say something like, don't worry, he'll be back. One of them says, oh, I don't know, not where I've just seen him going. And it turns out he's become a train spotter. So <laughs> it cuts to him in the train station with some... In fact, I'll play the music that they play, and this is him. He's watching some trains. He's boarding some trains. He's, he's writing down the numbers. He's got, a, like, a hip flask and some packed lunch and his glasses on. Um <laughs> He's become full full train spotter, but this is uh, the music they played I thought it was perfect.
0: Just on that song, Liam, this is where I'm going to go off the the track a little bit. Because I love that song and I remember it being played on that. And it really stuck with me, that song. I've got to get a new life. Massive mystery to this song. People have tried to track it down. On the Movie Chat message board 11 years ago, a guy called Carlos wrote, he tracked down the musical producer of the program and he said he didn't know who sang this song or who produced it. Someone else said they've been searching for this song for two decades, but it doesn't officially exist anywhere. Was really? it just a few? Yeah, it doesn't. It was. It must have been written for the program. Do you not heard well, of Shazam? Well, you put it in through Shazam, it will not. Oh, come well. on. I'm going to try it now. Try it now. We might solve the
1: mystery. I right, mean... so you've you've had to sit and listen to me messing about there for a few minutes. The the listeners won't have heard that, but yeah, yeah. So, so first of all, there's two different songs. One when he's train-spotting, which is one I've just played. Yeah, this one that you meant so we'll play a little bit of this song first back to normal I think so Harold but he looks a bit
0: sad does he and it's so unlikely not to finish his tubes
1: I Yeah, that's on just after the transporting bit. And you're right. If she's amped it, it does not exist.
0: Not in- I, sorry, I, missed, I thought you were on about this track from the beginning. This is the one I'm talking about. Gotta get a new life. I, it, someone said it was written purely for the show, but it seems nobody know who knows who sang it or why that one song was Somebody written. Must, must know, surely. I love shit like this. I love like me. If anybody knows what this song is.
1: It's only twenty years ago. There must be people around who worked
0: on it. This, this must it's, be. It's possible. not like it's just a guy and a guitar or anything. It's it's a produced yeah, it's song. it's a produced it, song. Yeah. I love stuff like this. Mystery, the mystery. Just on the soundtrack, by the way, we're talking about. I, I just be, before I forget, I just want to play a, another song that I do know who sang it and stuff, but I'd never heard this song anywhere else. But this is played in one of the episodes, and it's a cover of Withering Nights by a band called China Black. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I like that as well, actually. And, and yeah, this, like I said earlier, the soundtrack is fantastic. This, this, sorry, just I want to jump back quite a bit here because I meant mm. to ask you this at the time. I've made very few notes, so I want to make use of what I've written down. The Italian girl who spoke to him, did you recognise her from anything? No, but I've got a story about her. Go on. I'm not, um, gonna, not,
0: not, not not, an anecdote.
1: <laughs> um, she was in EastEnders as Bepi DiMarco's sister. I did not know that. It's uh, no, Louisa it's DeMarco. I knew I'd recognised her. And, uh,
0: when I was looking at the cast, she came up, and I thought, I definitely
1: know her face. And, yeah, well, she was I've... in uh, EastEnders. This
0: blow your mind, then. Lila Birch is her name. That's played right, the yeah. girl. Um, And Paul Paris, who played Bruno, obviously. They actually went on to be engaged in real life. <laughs> are they still together? Do we know? We don't know. But they forget they should have asked that, cause it's just ruined. Just let's just pretend they are.
1: Good luck to them if they are.
0: I've got to get a new wife. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, other, the other thing, goes, so obviously he's really depressed. The other thing going on in this story is the rejects are getting fan letters and Ronnie and Jason are convinced that they're going to have screaming girls. So they organise a fan convention. But at this point, randomly, and this happened a lot in Renford rejects, Jim Rosenthal and Bob Wilson just pop up for like a second.
1: Yeah, I didn't expect that. It threw me a bit That, But yeah, it, <laughs> quite funny, I suppose. Again, I think they the embrace the, the slight ridiculousness of it, it. Yeah, really good show. And uh, what was I going to say then? I, I had something insightful to say, and I can't think what it was. <laughs> I
0: doubt
1: it. I think you mentioned this earlier, but why is Bruno or Barry, when he goes from not being Italian anymore, because when he slips out of it previously, he still speaks with like a London accent. It's set in London. Why does he become
0: a full-on Birmingham? Like absolutely. I don't know. I think it's genius, though, because he, he's so dull, the way he speaks. Boring Barry Gride. <laughs> sort
1: of, so, like he goes past his normal accent, and he becomes a, a, a Brummie. Is he having a breakdown? Like, not I just in this episode, agree. but throughout the whole thing.
0: Right. I think every character in this, as, more, as far-fetched as it is, Right, like Ben Phillips, the goalkeeper, he's really he's into his poetry and stuff. Obviously, like seen as a bit of a geek and stuff. We all know someone a bit like that. Yeah, so, you know yeah. I mean? Jason Sullenberg, massive liar, thinks he's better than he is. Styleman, Ronnie, you know what I mean? Everybody, bit of a tomboy and Robin Walker. This guy, I've never known anyone who's pretended to be a complete nationality for the entire... He doesn't just put it on when he's playing football. No, no, yeah, that's his life,
1: and he, he eats Italian stuff. And, and then when he gets caught out, he becomes... Uh, he becomes from
0: Birmingham. There's a, I, love, I love the bit where he gets caught out and uh, the cafe owner goes, oh, come on, Bruno. He goes, leave it out, please. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's absolutely yeah. phenomenal. But, Honestly, so he, he
1: is having some kind of mental breakdown. He's a very likeable chap, but I think he, he you know, yes, the whole thing is a little bit ludicrous, but he, he is on the verge
0: of something sinister, I think. Well, I think if he's, I mean, it, obviously, I'd love to know, where they come up with this idea I suppose they thought Should we have an Italian bloke in it And then I don't know It's funnier isn't it Just having an English guy He's really good Really good writer I think Really, I wonder whether they, Yeah they,
1: they could have had somebody in Italian But they'd have probably Got somebody to play it Who wasn't Italian So not, not
0: that Gianfranco Zola appears in a few episodes where Bruno and other episodes where he prays to Gianfranco Zola and he comes out of his poster. <laughs> uh, they have a lot of celebrity guests, though. They've had, like, Martin Keown, Stan Bowles, uh, John Arley, former former Sheffield United legend, all the 66 World Cup winners. Uh, well, not all of them, but, you know, the ones that were around, anyway. Hurst and Banks and that. And, uh, and John Terry uh, were in an episode as well. Um, mm-hmm. Have you seen, just breaking up, have you seen... The story doing the rounds at the moment with John Terry, where Carlton Palmer's been slagging him off. No. Carlton Palmer uh, basically said John Terry... We well, went slagging him off. He said he weren't as good as Rio. And John Terry replied, does Carlton Palmer still think he marked me in 1991? And I've never seen this clip, but a few years ago, Carlton Palmer said, in the Rumble House Cup semi-final in 1991, he marked John Terry and he was told to mark him. John Terry went nine. Yeah. Yeah. Ridiculous. What's he talking about, Carlton? God, I've seen it. this
1: before I mean obviously It's a whole different debate To this Renford rejects thing I, I think Rio and Terry Were both probably the, the two best central defenders Of the Premier era I think stats wise What about Paul McShane?
0: Might be uh, Not Paul McShane Were it Paul McShane? Or was that Lovejoy? That's Ian McShane Who's Paul, M- Paul McShane is the Ex-Sumberland player isn't it? Yeah
1: He wasn't it, in Lovejoy No
0: Was Lovejoy better than Paul McShane? <laughs> uh. I don't know. We'll, we'll leave that remember, we'll We've, we've text each other every time Paul McShane played for Sunderland and Match A Day were on and say, ha, ha, he's made another mistake. You remember? Yeah. <laughs> I used to love yeah. as well how many times he'd like dive his head, like
1: volley a night, just waiting for someone to volley his head. Yeah. He, he yeah. epitomized, like, sticks his head in. But yeah, that's a, that's a massive tangent anyway. Um, yeah. At the end I of didn't know episode... John Terry was in it. How many series did they do then? Did it grow in four? Did they start getting the bigger names
0: as it went on? Not really, no. I mean, they, like I said, I don't know. I suppose you had seen... uh, Rosenthal and Wilson in this, didn't they? Yeah, I think series one were the one with the World Cup winners in it, Hurst and Bank and all those, you know. Um, yeah, so I think it grew. The, the only real things that changed, I mean, a few cast members obviously left and come back and stuff, but they seem to change the girl pretty much every series. Lucy Punch is probably the most famous person to come out of it. I don't know if you know Lucy Punch is. No. She, well, she played the, the follow up girl to Robin Walker. Um, and she's been in things like Hot Fuzz and Ella Enchanted and, uh, yeah, a lot of, you know, you will meet a tall, dark stranger into the woods. You know, she's been in a lot of a lot of films and uh, quite a bit. Uh,
1: yeah, I just had a look. I do recognise her, yeah.
0: Yeah. But anyway, at the end of this episode, it finishes with this fan club event. And it turns out they actually only have two fans, a young girl and a dog called Zola. And it turns out that Bruno is her favourite player. So she goes with, to sit with him. As he's reading his uh, train timetables, and she cheers him up. She says he had a poster on her wall and does his Go Lazio celebrations. And uh, she asks him to sign a photo, and he goes to sign it as Barry, uh, but then he changes and says, this
1: Well, yeah, of course I will. I don't know your name. Lucy. Lucy? Right. Lucia. Lucia to Lucia
0: con amore Bruno
1: di Yeah, I thought it was well done despite this being the second episode I watched I thought yeah, it was quite a nice moment when he, he decides to go back to uh, Bruno so yeah, I, I, I liked it thought it was well done
0: and, the, and the, the actual episode ends, he, he scores a bicycle kick uh, in the rejects next game. And the Italian girl who put him into this depression in the first place by calling him a silly boy actually comes over and says, I, I apologise, you must be Italian because only <laughs> an Italian can score yeah. a goal like that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, like I say, it doesn't take itself seriously, tongue in cheek. But um, yeah, uh, other people who started it, by the way, not just footballers. Um, James Corden ran an episode before he was famous. Yeah, I saw yeah. his picture on something, yeah. Yeah, he, he played by, part of the Razors team. Um, David Badil, Tony Slattery. Uh, and the club trainer was Leo, played by Mark Smith, who had recently left the IEV show Gladiators.
1: Right. Uh, yeah, Yeah, lots of names in there. And I think the, the, the proof of the pudding for me, the fact that I really enjoyed it, is I've watched a couple more after this. I mean, I watched the one straight after this episode because in the picture I thought, that's um that's Jeffrey, that's the butler from Fresh Prince of Bel Air. And it was, he plays um yeah. Vinny Rodriguez's dad who wants him to become a cricketer. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: I remember that episode, yeah. Yeah, yeah So So that, yeah.
1: that's a good one, the next one. Um and yeah, I've I've watched a couple more. I think you know, we've only watched two sort of short episodes or, or I have for the for this podcast. There's not mm. loads more to say, I suppose. This is probably quite a short one. It's other than but like, yeah, I really enjoyed it. And if, if anyone sort of thinks, oh I wonder if that's as good as I remember it. I, I would think it is because I've never seen it before, and I, I thought it was very very watchable.
0: I think it's one of those few kid shows for me where you can watch it as an adult and still get entertainment for it. It's not it's not sort of dumbed down to the point where you think I can't really. This is just not for me. Reminds me in a, in a weird way of My Parents Are Aliens in that I could watch that as a as a young adult when it were on and still find yeah I can see this is funner. You, you know, you love that. You love that. I too much. Of, I thought. We should probably do My Parents Are Aliens, because I think Brian Johnson from My Parents Are Aliens is one of the greatest sitcom characters of all time.
1: Yeah, well, there was some funny bits, but
0: I didn't watch it religiously like you did, so... I used to watch it every week, and I used to watch this every week, so, um, yeah, uh, genuinely watch it. One of the better things I think we've watched since we've started this series. Yeah, yeah, like I say, it almost feels a bit like we're, we're sort of doing it a bit of
1: disservice there, because... It's been quite a short recording, but there's not really loads to say. It's a little bit formulaic. It's you know, it's a little bit repetitive. I would imagine. I've I've only watched three or four, but at the same time, very watchable and very enjoyable. Yeah, and um,
0: fantastic, fantastic soundtrack. With me, be... Yeah, so that that were Redford Rejects really enjoyed it. So that's two shows in a row we've done that were actually good, which is unusual for this podcast. Yeah, yeah,
1: we we tend to go for things that. I wouldn't say that we don't like deliberately, but yeah, perhaps there's more to talk about when we don't, but yeah, another another enjoyable one, and
0: uh, uh, I will watch more, definitely. Yeah, so the Gladiators won last week, a um, lot of feedback for that, mostly people saying no, how much they uh, loved it as well, but uh, Navdeep sent us a, a personal message, didn't it? it's, um, And it, 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 Yeah, an episode to the Cup Report, where the Cup Report basically exposed Gladiators for being full of steroids, which is not... Is it that surprising?
1: No. Well, last week I actually thought one of them called steroid briefly, didn't I? I oh yeah, exactly. Like, yeah,
0: yeah. I inject steroids into my balls, brother. Yeah. Um. And the, oh, loads of loads of uh, feedback. TC said that um he always thought fashion you were a bizarre choice. He said the equivalent these days would be having Chris Wood or Charlie Austin as <laughs> presenter. <laughs> yeah. Which is about right. I think that's about right. He weren't like an international superstar. I think he had two England caps. Um, an LJD uh, I'll laugh me off at this His mate said He used to like her. Uh, that light shade rather Yeah than Night light shade, shade. Yeah, Night shade I would just call it a dark shade So what am I on about Yeah And
1: what uh, Who else do we get some feedback? Somebody said I'm going to be comprehensive With this And sent us like Was that
0: LJD Or somebody LJD like, oh, Massive Yeah Massive Yeah uh, yeah, it was a celebrity edition. He said where sportsmen competed, including Vinnie Jones. News of the World running an exclusive about the celebs and gladiators allegedly kicking off, and then Vinnie got his arse kicked. Fash Flash, new won it apparently? Fash, I of course love. he did. Of course, yeah. Flash won the show. No, no one pisses around with Flash. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a, it's, I, is, is like, I'm fascinated by John Fashion and you.
1: Well, actually, as well, I think it was LJD, and apologies to whoever it was if it wasn't, because I've not actually got it open, but somebody mentioned some other sort of thing, because obviously Eunice was very well-known. I remember her, and apparently she went on to be a gladiator, which I didn't know. Mm. They also uh, mentioned a guy that they called Two Scoops. Now, this wasn't in this yeah. series, it's in another series, and I do remember him, and I, I never knew the reason. Apparently, it's because... It, I, I'm, God, I should have a of message in front of me, really, because I, I might get this wrong. But something like because he likes to have two
0: scoops of ice cream with his dessert. yeah <laughs> <it? laughs> Yeah, which I, I love that as a reason for a nickname. Brilliant. James message saying, did you know that Mark Rhino-Smith voiced Officer McHorn Rhino cop character in, in Disney's Zootopia?
1: No, I've seen it. I know exactly what he means. And no, I didn't know that.
0: Absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, so living up to his uh, to his gladiators give but yeah, thanks for all that. and sorry for the delays obviously. Uh very selfish of my dad deciding when we we're in the heat of the of the series, at the business end of the series, to um yeah to, maybe that's why his heart gave out. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So it's fucking maybe we could say the excitement. So but I'm going away again, Liam, aren't I? As you know. So we don't want to keep fans uh waiting and waiting and waiting as usual so what we're going to do next week is a double episode that we're going to post over two two weeks is that right yeah, is that, is that right? yeah we're yeah. going to do
1: a double recording and then we'll post one as normal and one i'll get edited and released whilst you're away so yeah it, it should should all work out i mean watch the space we, we've not been that reliable recently but yeah should
0: uh, should mean we could get one out a week and, and what we're gonna, I'm are going to I'm going to do because it's something we wanted to do, but we didn't know we didn't think we could stick it into an hour show. So we're going to do a, basically a two hour show, two separate things. And we're going to do politics, basically t- yeah. politics on TV. Yeah. TV memories, some some more recent, some older TV memories. Yeah, But politics. just like I said, this is not going to be us going, why aren't Labour in government? Do you know no, what I mean? like, we, we, it's going to be the funny the the things that we remember. From TV history, uh, the, the political things that we remember being on TV throughout our, our life. Yeah. And so it's just going to be gonna like a shit version of Russell Howard's Good News.
1: Yeah, although we do write our own material, don't we? Not like uh, Mr. Howard, who, to Ooh, be shots fair. Shots fired well, at the
0: multi-millionaire Russell Howard. <laughs> it
1: could be outrageous, because like, I don't actually know he doesn't. I just imagine he's got a team of writers. So,
0: I'd yeah. bloody lucky to get sued by Russell Howard.
1: Yeah. Well, and yeah. anyway, whether he does or he doesn't, I, I suspect he does, but I don't know he does. Uh, anyway, so, uh, yeah, and the only thing to add to the politics theme is potentially, and this is almost to justify the split in the recording, mm. I think we're going to do it in UK politics and a US of A politics. So that's probably how the two-part is going to work out. If yeah. there's anything funny you remember, any clips, as we say, we're absolutely not, we don't know loads about politics and what little we do know, we're going to keep to ourselves. It's not... It's not a party political broadcast For for any particular party It's just funny clips Regardless of who said them
0: Yeah, so don't start sending in Like, you know Oh, Nick Griffin were good, weren't they? You know what I mean? Not interested Down with taxes get, uh, Boo get Down rid of with taxes tax. Yeah, we're not get doing that Get rid of tax <laughs> Living with
1: If uh, anyone wants to get in touch with us Send us anything Find us on Twitter At livingwithmade1 or you can send us an email at livingwithmaidly at outlook.com.